Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. No. If you had to lose one item into the fire, what would you rather be, a hot dog or a marshmallow? 80% of people saying they, they couldn't bear to lose the hot dog. How about that? But when a marshmallow's burning, on, it's on fire, man. That's just a horrible feeling, too. Right. <laughs> I know. And you can't touch it. Uh, 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 so, uh, and you're uh, looking around, everybody's occupied with their own thing, and you're like, help me, somebody blow it out. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, it is. Guilty as charged. Thank you, Rick Regan, the pride of Boca Raton, Florida. That's where we're broadcasting from with episode number 1125 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. It's like Canada's PTI. That's what it is. And uh, let's bring in Darren Moose DuPont. He's in Toronto. I appreciate the Toronto viewers. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'm, I'll be more than happy to be the grumpy Tony Kornheiser, who you notice is in his study every show. Tony Kornheiser puts a suit on and gets his glasses out every show he's in his study. I get it. The weather ain't as good in Washington. Isn't that where he is? Yeah. He's in Washington, right? I think he is. Um, oh, man, this show's going great. It's going great. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Other than Darren, a slight detour from what we normally talk about with the hockey and the football. And trust me, we're coming right back to that. But two things that were in my quick six I haven't got to yet. It's tournament night in the NBA again. The Toronto Raptors visit the Orlando Magic as part of a five-game slate tonight for in-season tournament action. Toronto dropped its group play opener to Boston last Friday, narrowly falling 108-105. The Celtics currently lead East Group C at 2-0. And former Blue Jays slugger Jose Bautista is one of 12 new candidates on the Baseball Hall of Fame ballot. The outfielder made it to six straight All-Star games from 2010 to 2015 in his time with Toronto, and he led the majors in home runs in 2010 and 2011. And uh, Troy in Toronto writes that he goes, I think Jose Bautista has zero chance to get into the Baseball Hall of Fame simply because his numbers are just not good enough. Had some great years, but not great years for a long period of time. So that's from Troy. So for our Toronto viewers, there's our spice and all that. But this NBA in-season tournament, they're making a real big deal of it where I live here. And I just don't, I don't really see the point. I'm not against it. I'm not an NBA nor basketball guy. So they don't clearly care what I think. <laughs> but you? You? Yeah, what do you think? Demo. Neither am I. No. But, you know, I think the idea is to drum up some um, more meaningful games during the season um, to reduce the monotony of a long season. You know, we have the long season in hockey. Oh, my God. With game after game. We have it in basketball. But the idea is that you'll play in these round-robin games. I was kind of looking into it when you brought it up. These round-robin games, uh, the group play, then you'll get into the playdowns. And all those games count the same way towards your regular season standings. Everybody still plays the same number of regular season games. The only game that doesn't count um, and is an extra game is the championship game of this tournament. Um, but what I don't know is what's on the line in this tournament. Is there a big bonus on the line? Is there an extra draft pickup for grabs? Why should I care if my team wins the NBA in-season tournament? What do I get besides a little trophy, right? I want to know. So uh, do you get, you know, I think it's a big prize? trophy. Is it, yeah, yeah, but a big trophy. You I think know, it's what a big trophy. Well, that's what they've got on the floor of the Heat Arena here. I think it's the Casio Arena. Uh, just a mural of that big trophy. So I don't know. It's odd. The Raptors were at the Magic tonight, but they're not coming to the Heat. It's unbelievable. I will always be grateful that you came here to visit for our 1,000th show. That was in April. We talk about it a lot. There's just so much going on. One of my football friends texted me last night. He wanted to talk about something. A guy here, and I'm like, can't talk. I'm at the Panthers game. And I'm like, oh, the Raptors are coming to town. Well, apparently they're not. Uh, I'm just real 
grateful and lucky that there's a high-level sporting event going on every single day and night here, and I don't want to travel anymore. I don't. Life is grand. Yeah. Now, what's interesting... John Glower writes in, Johnny G. He says, what makes this show work? It's the fact that it's organic. It's real talk. Life experiences. In regards to Milan Lucic, I truly hope that he gets some help. As you know, Rod, alcohol can be evil. I actually tweeted this and said, if alcohol makes you do things that you would never do sober, maybe it's time to rethink it being a part of your life. And all these I talked about last hour, the, the Twitter feud going on between Spectre and Tim Peel, and now Ryan Rashog's involved, and Frank Cervelli. Look, <clears throat> I did all the bad things for a long time. And actually, even after I stopped for a long time, I had a tough time saying to people, maybe look at it, it's not the way to go, because I felt kind of hypocritical. And then I had some very influential people come to me and say, you've been given this platform and the ability to spread that message. So don't worry about that. You're here to help other people. So with the alcohol thing, with the Lucic thing, people, I, I'm seeing this going on Twitter now. Suspend Lucic. First time offense from what I know. Um, I don't want to get into any I'm wearing a pair of team-issued Calgary Flame shorts right now. I showed the world last hour. Can you see the C logo on there? Yeah, there you go. There Got my Flame shorts on. So I know a lot about Milan Lucic from his time with the Calgary Flames. They all love him. So I'll say it again. If alcohol makes you do things that you wouldn't do sober, maybe it's time to, to look at it. That's all. Do I, I hope they don't suspend him. That's between him and his wife and the authorities and the Bruins and the National Hockey League. I want the best for everybody. Sounds like it could have been worse. Uh, so there's that. Um, where's this guy? Devin in BC says, this tournament thing would be interesting if the team who wins it gets one of the playoff spots. Yeah, I guess. But I like that play-in thing they had last year. The team 7, 8, 9, 10. Yep. That made the teams that were on the cusp of the playoffs late in the year, it made them relevant. <clears throat> Again, I'm not against trying new things. I'm not. I wish the CFL would try new things. And they don't want to. That I can see, unless you can think of some off the top of your head that I'm missing. I, I think the CFL needs a little more shot in the arm. So then I'm not the NBA guy. So who cares what Rod thinks? I really like that the NHL went over to Sweden. I like that they went to Australia. I like that global part of what the NHL is doing. And I, for a second, I thought it would be nice if the CFL went and played in Mexico or Germany or uh, Europe or Australia, but it, they don't have the money to do that. So it's, it's unfortunately, it's apples and oranges. Yet, trying to land the plane here, Moose. 3.5 million people tuning into the Grey Cup on Sunday. Actually, at points of the game, I think I saw six, seven, eight million Canadians watched some part of the game. And the buzz last night in the press box here at the Oilers Panthers game was huge numbers. Stanley Cup final worthy numbers for the Grey Cup. That's where it tricks people. Yeah. God, don't strike me down for saying this, but they are not in the same stratosphere as the NHL or NFL. They just aren't. I'll be honest, when I first got into the CFL, it was a steak and lobster league. And a lot of these current owners and GMs, and I don't know enough about the commissioner, but a lot of the current people have turned it into a cheese and cracker league. And that really ticks me off. Because there are so many Mickey Mouse aspects to the league that they'll hide behind these ratings on Sunday for the 110th Grey Cup and go, see, 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 we're big time. Yeah, but a peewee girls hockey team has better stat system than you do. Like, come on. Oh, no. What do you think? Am I completely off base? Because I might be. No, I mean, for one day a year, they have, you know, um, those NHL numbers, those big time numbers, which is important. And you know what? The league, the ratings have been up um, throughout the year. Look, they're coming off a good year. 
Okay, I'll give them that. Let's give them that. Um, because there was some times not so long ago where it was bad. And actually, the NFL is going through some tough times right now because they can't keep their quarterbacks healthy. And what have we said along, yeah. you know, throughout is when your quarterbacks are healthy and you have household names and you're playing well at that position, the ratings go up, the interest goes up. When, you, when the quarterbacks, and we don't know who they are, they're not making plays, numbers go down. And in the CFL this year, there was quarterbacks in every market that had a story or a name. And I know there was some injuries still. Hamilton dealt with theirs, Ottawa for sure. But there were, you know, key spots locked down in all the major markets, it seems, across the country. That's what was good for the CFL. But now it's up to the league to continue to build off this. You can't rest on it. You can't put your feet up and say, hey, we did it. We did it. We had all these millions of viewers. Uh, we've accomplished it. Now we can, you know, unwind for the offseason. No, you got to keep building, put your foot down, and it could get back to that, you called it a steak and lobster league, and, and I hope that it does, but there's still a lot of work to be done. And acknowledging their faults, which a lot of them don't want to do. So, um, nobody does. Right. John Ohm, appreciate you, John. He writes in and he says, I like when sports teams go into other markets to play games. I mean, I got to be honest, it's 111 Eastern. How about that? How about that, everybody? 1111 Mountain. How about that? Visualize a positive outcome to your current quagmire. Just, vi just visualize positivity. I'll say it, we were about one hour ago on this show when I said this, and I'll say it again. Because I lived the life of where they're at in sports. It's a really tough life. It is. Because I got a lot of people coming to me that are in the sports world now saying, how do I reconcile in my heart what I know what's right, but I see what's going on with my team or with my network or my station, and I, and I see and I know that's wrong. How do I reconcile that? And we deal with it. So much of it is so wrong. And as entertaining as this spat is between Tim Peel and Frank Saravelli and Mark Spector, if you don't know what I'm going talking about, go look it up. Spector got torched by Tim Peel in a private message. The former NHL referee coming after the Oilers reporter for Sportsnet. They went after each other. Spector thought it was private. Tim Peel puts it on Twitter for the world. Frank Saravelli comes out and goes right at his jugular. And I would not screw with Frank Saravelli. He's from Philly. No, no, no go. Not from me. But I would sit here and go, as salacious as this is to read, it's terrible. They said some really ugly things. You're an effing fraud. You know, you're drunk tweeting again and deleting it. You're this, you're that. This is horrible. Does it feel good? To be involved in this? How's it feel? And I'll be honest with you with how sucky the orders have been. I was talking to a broadcast guy, what's today, Tuesday? On Sunday, a guy in broadcast. <laughs> from a team broadcaster that said, we're already on our knees kissing your ass enough, team. How much more do you want? You suck. Hot damn. There's no end to it. <laughs> they, nobody wants to, and I'm not obviously going to say what the team is, but they wouldn't want to admit, yeah, we suck. No, let's just, let's just tar and feather the guy that's delivering your message every day. That's hard, man. You still there? Yeah, I thought you were reading something. Sorry, a comment. I was. But it is. It, it is well, tough. Like, Rhett... I mean, yeah, go ahead. Well, Reg Dunlop writes in and says, who gives a crap about this hissy fit between these two? Well, to be honest, according to Gene Principe last hour, about 1.4 million people last he looked as of this morning. So, like, it's entertaining. I said it's entertaining to watch this. Would You alerted me to it. But, you, but, but they're not acting. That's the one thing no. about sports. It ain't pro wrestling. These guys aren't acting. This is real. And they're big names, Red. So you know, that's why I said 
Troy in Toronto says, by the way, devil's advocate, if you bet on sports, you get a 40-game suspension. But if you abuse your wife, you shouldn't get suspended? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, we got a couple minutes. Number one, there's no rhyme or reason. Were you not listening, Troy? I just said it's so screwed up. Number one. So what should happen won't. And I don't really think I need to go to two, three, and four. Right, Darren, to inject any logic into this, what would be the point? Yeah. I get it. I mean, sports is not real life. Like, for instance, you bet on sports, you get a 41-game suspension. But we're going to slap a bet regal sticker on your helmet. So what? Well, it's a mixed message. Who cares? Shut up. It's paying your salary. It's like your kid. Don't smoke. But dad, you're smoking. Shut up. Do what I do. Do what I say, not what I do. Mixed message. Yes. Bad parenting. Sports teams are... Go ask the NHL, Troy, and see what you get for an answer. What do you think they would say, Darren? Mind your business. Yeah, good. Exactly. Good luck on that one. You know, it's, it's, you're, you're, the smoking analogy is great. We're going to tell you not to do it, but meanwhile, I'm smoking a dart while I'm telling you, smoking's bad for you. And son, if I ever catch you smoking, you know, um, the betting thing, yeah, it is. I mean, son. <laughs> exactly. The betting thing? Um, Go ahead, sorry. Well, no, the betting thing is just the money coming in. You have to find a way to separate it. Um, and unfortunately, yeah, it's going to be all over that, all over the arena. But it's the same, you know, the betting thing with the advertising and the players not being able to do it is the same as selling cheeseburgers at the concession and beers. I can't eat that as a high-performance athlete, but they're going to sell it to the crowd. So you have to, yeah. you know, that's exactly what it is. Allie in Texas says, never put anything in writing that you wouldn't want read in court. A wise attorney told me that one time. I could go through the audience. We're having a good back and forth. And by the way, for the guy that said, who cares about the Twitter spat between these guys? They took a day off from bitching about how bad the orders are. Can you at least give us that and watch this entertaining spat? Okay, Moose, I won't bring you back. You did great today. Go have a great Thank Toronto you. day. All right. Enjoy. Sportsnet Sarash Madani joins us next. And we'll get into the NBA stuff, the in-season tournament, good or bad. Recap of the Coupe de Grey. Lots to get to with our guy Arash when we return on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contoured design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it. But it's a fact, just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code THERPSHOW. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code THERPSHOW and get them all in one package. The promo code THERPSHOW gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. 
Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code VRPSHOW. You can thank me later. A reminder, the text line is brought to you by our friends at Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers, 902-518-3033. That's 902-518-3033. And uh, the news out of the National Hockey League today, breaking news on this Tuesday. Milan Lucic has pleaded not guilty. He was released on personal recognizance, the charge assaulting his wife member of the 2011 Stanley Cup winning Bruins team. As a condition of his bail, he was prohibited from abusing the alleged victim and from consuming alcohol. That's what's new today. Let's bring in Sportsnet's Arash Madani. Now we got more time than normal to talk with our dude who's just back from the Grey Cup, the Coupe de Grey. But if I may, Arash, can I jump in and start with the NBA and your thoughts on the in-season tournament? Looks like it's the first year that they're doing it. Are you a thumbs up or thumbs down on this? I, I'm a shrug my shoulders kind of guy on this whole thing, Rod. I, I get why they're doing it, trying to get attention for themselves in November, which is a dead time in the NBA season. Uh, I always used to say I didn't really follow the NBA until Christmas Day. Now it's just become with the expansion of the NFL playoffs, with the college football playoff. I don't really follow the NBA until after the Super Bowl. So I... My take on the whole thing is, I don't know how many people actually know what the in-season tournament is. I'm glad that it's not just me. I've had yeah. a, lot of, a lot of studying, and the more I've read, the less I'm interested in it, to be honest. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. Raptors at Orlando tonight, though, by the way. Now... I don't know where you want to go. My inklings to ask you about the 110th Grey Cup, the thrilling finish. You had wall-to-wall coverage, as you always do. Were you having as much fun as it seemed in the hammer? Yeah, yeah. It was, um, it was solid. And it was solid from a, from a content standpoint because there was a lot to chew on. Um, I, I find the Marc Antoine de Croix story so awesome. Um, and it has nothing to do with his post-game rant, even though that was spectacular. Um, because, Roddy, you and I are of a certain vintage where we remember when Matthew Prue arrived on the scene. And Matthew Prue was one of the first great Canadian, French, French-Canadian safeties. And then he gave way to Etienne Boulay, and together they won a couple of championships. And, and Marc-Olivier Bruyette was more of a strong side linebacker um, than a safety. But Decroix grew up watching those two dudes and idolizing those two guys. And so on our Friday story was about that, was about kind of one generation passing into the next and how they have similarities and instincts and the rest. And then, you know, suddenly it becomes fitting on walkthrough day on Saturday, he's rocking a t-shirt with Prue and Boulet on it. So that kind of symmetry, um, that was great. And I just thought Zach was gonna be better in the Grey Cup. I thought he was finally going to put together a postseason game and just didn't again. Yeah. Well, look, so let's dissect that a little bit. Just on M.O., Marco Brulette. You forgot to mention that he's a vegan. And I'll never forget on a road trip. We had him in Sask for a brief time. So as they're handing out trays of chicken or beef, and he got his vegan meal, Obviously, you know him. He looked around and said, enjoy it, you savages. He's just a great guy. I don't know if he's still doing color for the Alouettes radio or not. But if he's not, he should be. Um, What about, you know, where does this rate on Grey Cup upsets of all time out of the 110 that have been played? I don't know. I mean, I thought last year's was just as much of an upset, to be quite honest with you. Look, I think if we're being real here, we have to just acknowledge what the reality is. Winnipeg blew it. Winnipeg absolutely blew it. And it it is still stunning and staggering to me how this whole thing with them shook down. Because the Bombers didn't play a particularly strong second half. You know, they get outscored 21-7. But they were the better team. And they got out-coached, they got out-played, they got out-schemed, 
They got outclassed. Um, I thought Caleros just became so gun-shy after that interception in the end zone when he was trying to find Kenny Lawler, and then it was almost like they ignored Kenny Lawler, who was the best receiver on the field, not named Austin Mack. And still amidst all that, Roddy, Roddy, they had second and 18. All they had to do was make a play or two. And what happens? Cody Fajardo improvising to set up third and manageable. You know, a 13-yard rush when nothing was really there. And then the pass down the sideline, then ultimately finding Philpott in the end zone. Um, that is two straight absolute meltdowns by the Blue Bombers. and. They need to do a deep dive into the why. And once they start digging into the why, there's got to be a lot of soul searching and people looking in the mirror saying, we got to change the way we do things around here. Because only dressing six defensive backs was not smart. Brandon Alexander should not be playing halfback. The decision to go with Adam Big Hill, as courageous as it was, that's a waste of a roster spot, you know, in that place. And you have to finish seasons like this. And the Blue Bombers did. Uh, from the audience. By the way, I apologize. Lawn guys coming around. I never. Sometimes it's Saturday night. Sometimes it's Tuesday afternoon. Sometimes it's Friday morning. Whatever. He's the Forrest Gump of lawn maintenance. Well, right. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sandy Nelson says, way to go, Fajardo. Loved him in SAS, but didn't think he had an offensive coordinator. Moss, clearly Sandy was wrong. Let's just spend a minute on this. Somebody wrote in yesterday as a Ryder fan and said, can we move on on this narrative? And I'm like, yeah, no, no, not ready to move on. The whole Fajardo thing and the way it ended and the way it made Sask look, I was just a little shocked. I'm like, People now, even Ryder fans, you didn't realize this team was in serious trouble and direction until Cody Fajardo won a great cup with somebody else? What? We should spend a minute on that. Even Jim Hobson said culture is a big problem with that Saskatchewan football team right now. And it's Fajardo for sure, and it's also Jason Moss. Like, think about the scenario Jason Moss inherited. They didn't have an owner. They didn't have money to spend in free agency. Trevor Harris, Eugene Lewis, they went out the door. And Moss got buy-in by a group of, well, Fajardo called them this, and, and uh, he called them the misfits. You know, he said, it's a bunch of guys, free agents, cast-offs. We've all kind of come together. Nobody else wanted us, and, and we all bought into to this whole deal. And... Roddy, the more I'm just kind of watching and following this, I, I just don't understand how status quo continues to, to go in Regina, in Saskatchewan. I mean, how many more thousands of empty seats do there have to be? How many more losing seasons does that fan base have to endure before people on the board kind of understand what, what is happening here? Um, it's, it's right in front of your face, literally, at, at, at so many different turns. That said, I was among the people who didn't think Cody Fajardo had it. Uh, you know, to me, I look at the East Final and it's the nine turnovers and you come into this Grey Cup game and I thought that Winnipeg's pass rush would do something. They did next to nothing. But when it really mattered, Roddy, as our friend John Gibbons would say, when it was nut cutting time, Cody Vichardo did it. Under two minutes to go, 83 yards needed. I mentioned it. Second and 18, third and five, the throw to Philpott. That's the stuff of legend. That's what makes you a champion. And Fajardo played his absolute best when the stakes were the absolute highest. And so now Cody Fajardo, whether you believe it or not, whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, is a franchise quarterback. He's a championship quarterback. His legacy has changed. Because when it was all on the line, he performed, he delivered, he did it. And the great cup champs. Well, I guess, I mean, you're good friends with Eddie Steele. Dude, I could talk about this for hours. We have viewers that want to talk about your shirt, so I'll try to move on. But you got a lot of respect for Eddie Steele, and so do I. There's a lot of guys that were not Fajardo believers. Eddie had no reason to not, he wasn't biased. He's won a great cup. Eddie he's knows. He's like, this so guy's not only. Right? You watch what right. you watch, you're saying to yourself, yeah. yeah. 
Right. Yeah. As a quarterback, the doubters fuel you. And I guess that would be a good segue to Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. And Troy in Toronto writes in, who, by the way, is a Packers fan, and says, Arash, you made me laugh so loud with that shirt. My employees wondered what the heck is going on in my office. So good. Hilarious. Viking fan to the bone. Explain, please. After, after five and a half years, Roddy, I feel like I've gotten a reprieve from the governor. I have escaped Shawshank. I get fresh air. I get sunshine. I get my team back. We have a quarterback who can run around, a quarterback who can improvise, somebody who can make plays. Nothing has to be on schedule. I don't know if you know this, if, if the audience knows, Joshua Dobbs was a 4.0 GPA at the University of Tennessee in the SEC as an aeronautical engineering major. He interned at NASA. NASA actually sent out a tweet congratulating him after the Falcons win, calling him the Pastronaut. I am all in on Josh Dobbs. Yes, he looks in the mirror and look at the reflection. Um, it's so fun. The guy runs around. He does his thing. He's the Pastronaut. He's got dudes believing. This close to beating Denver on Sunday night. Not for a Madison fumble and the pick and, and what nearly was interception in the end zone on a Cortland Sutton uh, game-winning touchdown. It's been so fun. Um, it's been so fun to get your team back and, and to watch exciting offense. And, uh, and Josh Dobbs has been a blast. I'm glad to hear it. I'm just calling up the National Football League now in that NFC North, the black and blue division as some call it. I mean... It's Hallelulu Blue now. That's what the division is. It's Detroit Lions Hallelulu Blue. And what a story that is. What a story. Do you, do you hate... I know you hate Green Bay. Do you hate the Lions? Oh, no, no, no. You, like, like, you don't yeah. hate the Lions. You can't hate the Lions. Like, you can't hate UNICEF. You know? Um, it's It's... And growing up in Nova Scotia, our CBS affiliate was Detroit for the longest time, and our NBC affiliate came from New England. So uh, I was just used to watching dreadful football, except for Barry Sanders, and you just appreciated uh, that. And their story is awesome, and the way they're building it is so good through the draft. I mean, they're just hitting on their picks. And Dan Campbell's great TV. He's great theater. And it's hard not to kind of root for him. You know, Aiden Hutchinson's an absolute beast. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're cardiac kids too, Roddy. Like, they win games in wild fashion. So, it's they're, they're a, I can't wait for Thursday. And I can't wait for them to beat the Packers because it's always great when the Packers lose. Oh, U.S. Thanksgiving would be a wonderful time for you to come visit. It's like you and I, when we get together... We can spend a lot of time chatting about things, uh, Arash. And you said, was it WDIV was your affiliate that you watched out there in Detroit? That was or one from of them, Detroit? Yeah. WDK was, was the main Detroit one that we had for the longest time. But Bernie Smolovich, Weekend at Bernie's. Yes. Uh, yes. Car Carmen Harlan. There we yeah, go. Yeah, all of them. Well, the power of the media. The, like, people don't understand. You understand. I understand. In my little town grade nine social class, Mr. McGarry, our teacher said, show of hands, how many know the mayor of Detroit? In Milestone, Saskatchewan, everybody said, Coleman Young. Because we all watched the news after school on WDIV. He said, how many of you know the mayor of Regina? Not even half the arms went up. 30 miles away. The power, I'll never forgot that experiment, man. Long live Coleman Young and Weekend at Burns. Yeah. Anything else, sir? Um, it's good to see you, man. No, everything's, uh, everything's good. We missed you a great cup this year. Um, I tell you, that finish was really good. That was really good. Um, but our friends in Winnipeg, man, they, they, got, they got some figuring things out to do. And... It, it, you can't point at one thing. There's so much there in four quarters of football that I think that game revealed. 
and uh, they they got to sort yeah. it out because if they don't, it's going to be the same thing all over again. Sure, but they're doing it from a position of strength. Four straight Grey Cup appearances. I'd rather be in their shoes than a lot of others <laughs> across the sea. Yeah, except not not yesterday and not today. Because here's the thing, Roddy. The other thing that we have to like remember is their championship window closing. Like, what are the futures of Big Hill and Bryant and Hardrick, um, Newfeld, Willie? Uh, you know, yeah, sure, sure. Brandon Alexander. Like, there, there's 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 a lot of guys who've been there a long time, and. Um, I'm just stunned about Caleros. Like, this is now nine postseason games. You can look at his last nine postseason games, the sample size. It's six touchdowns and eight picks. It's baffling. It is absolutely baffling what happens to him in November. So there's a lot to look at here. Absolutely. All right. Happy U.S. Thanksgiving, sir. Keep in touch. Great to see you, bud. All right. Same, the greater Rash Madani. We'll be back with a sports update, audience takeover. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What will they think of next? And right now, with the promo code Show, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's promo code Show. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today. RP show continues. What a day. It's going to continue to be a great one right up until the top of the hour. But it is just me and you, the audience, and the guy next door with the leaf blower or whatever the hell he's doing. I would love to schedule the show around it or tell these guys that we're on live national television, they don't care. Trust me, I've thought about it and tried. They don't care. 902-518-3033. The uh, Sober Carpenter text line is always humming. Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. And, of course, our hockey talk is brought to you by Common Crown and our sports updates. Last hour, we went probably deeper than I thought we would with Gene Principe of Rogers Sportsnet Oilers coverage. They were just here in Sunrise last night. And I find it very interesting. And I will get to the sports update in a moment because when I said it's going to get more interesting, you're going to find out why. But I said last night, the Oilers have tried every... I said it on Twitter, everything... They can possibly think of, and they still suck. And a lot of people came after me on Twitter. You can go look at it in the replies. Order fans saying mean, personal things that really hurt my feelings. And I, I kind of laughed at it because it was little like my brothers. They could beat the ever-living snot and tar out of me, and that was fine. But if somebody else laid a hand on me, They'd be picking up their teeth with a broken arm. But they could do whatever they wanted. Same with the Oilers fans. They can dump on their team. But nobody else can. Sorry, don't work that way. But anyways, we had a lot of water coverage last hour with Gene. Spoiler alert, he doesn't know what's wrong with him either. And FYI, nobody does. Because if they did know, they would have done it by now. Breaking news, couple of items from this Tuesday. Boston Bruins Ford Milan Lucic was released on personal recognizance, bailed today. 
after pleading not guilty to assaulting his wife. According to a Boston Police de uh, Department report, Lucic appeared intoxicated when officers arrived at his North End apartment early Saturday after his wife reported that he tried to choke her. Brittany Lucic told the responding officers that her husband had pulled her hair, but said he did not try to strangle her. She declined an offer of medical treatment. Lucic was arrested on suspicion of assault and battery on a family member which carries a maximum penalty of two and a half years in prison. Lucic did not speak at his arraignment this morning. A plea of not guilty was entered on his behalf and a pretrial hearing was set for January 19th. As condition of his bail, Lucic was prohibited from abusing the alleged victim and from consuming alcohol at all. So, <coughs> look. I did not spend a very large point of the lot, part of the last two years in Calgary in vain. There's a reason that I know, and also reasons that I don't know why I was brought to Calgary. But I was around the Saddledome a lot. I was down. You know, I saw Brittany, I saw their kids a lot. It's, uh, it's a sad situation that this happened. I won't say any more than what I know about Milan at all. But people are wondering, how could you say that he shouldn't be suspended? Because I see this all the time, deal with it all the time. I believe this is a first-time offense. And the courts, quite frankly, uh, generally will rule in favor of a person who's willing to own up to it and vow to change. Long guy's back. Doesn't care. Doesn't care. If I could, I would reach over and show you him, but it, it doesn't matter. You might see him. There you go. Can you see him? Pretty soon he's going to be coming onto your screen. There you go. Lawn guy's back. As we sit with a very important topic right now. He don't care. Placeline, New York. The NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball have joined forces to produce a 30-second ad promoting responsible sports betting. The Never Know What's Next commercial unveiled today is a coordination of the three leagues, sports book operators, DraftKings, Fanatics, Penn Entertainment, and the National Council on Problem Gambling. Scott Kaufman Ross, the NBA's senior VP and head of gaming and new business ventures, said it was important to educate especially young bettors on the inherent risk of sports gambling and correct the misperception that it's a good way to make money. Here's a quote from Scott Kaufman Ross of the NBA. With more fans than ever having the opportunity to legally bet in their home states, it is imperative that we work with our media and sports book partners, as well as with our friends at the NBA and MLB to inform and emphasize the risks and encourage the importance of setting limits and betting responsibly, especially among our growing fan base in the younger demographic. The ad's message is to remind bettors to set betting limits and gamble responsibly. It's set to air during the Cavaliers 76ers in-season tournament game on TNT and on the league's social media channels. Isn't that nice? Just like the beer commercials that we also see. Drink responsibly. Nine out of ten people can do that. No problem. One out of ten can't. And a lot of times you find out too late. Sports updates brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, starring Rachel Zegler and Tom Blythe. And Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. I'll apologize on behalf of Lawn Guy. He doesn't care, but I do. That you had to sit through that while he manicured our backyard. Our expansive backyard here. We'll be right back with a audience takeover in overtime. Should be spicy, whatever you'd like to talk about. Next. You'll see him again. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live.
It's overtime here in paradise. I'm telling you, start spreading the news. The Florida Panthers have won six in a row at home. How about that? Weaseled their way into TSN's top five in the NHL. Those Florida Panthers. And they beat the Oilers last night 5-3 without Barkey. Alexander Barkov did not play. Long guy still not done. My God, at least he's thorough. Credit to this. He shut off the leaf blower for the entire four minutes we were in commercial and just started again. Or it's not a leaf blower, actually. I don't think he's like manicuring the lawn, which reminds me, audience takeover, fake gainer has written in. Where is it? He said, can the RP show get an endorsement deal with Kubota or John Deere? Better lawnmowers than snowblowers. I don't know. Let's talk to the uh, sales team. They're too busy with sober carpenters. It is 902-518-3033. But on the topic of the pathetic orders, I'm sorry. It's, it's, they're pathetic, and the order fans can say it, but if we say it, we're jerks. No, they're bad. Admit it. We can all see it. So the poll question is, and have a look, Clark, to see what they're saying, if you don't mind, on YouTube. And I'll call up the Twitter. Our poll question is, will the Edmonton Oilers ever figure it out? Brought to you by Key Yorkton Kia. The all-new 2024 Kia Sportage reimagines innovation in motion. It pushes the boundaries of urban SUV design and technology with refinement and purpose. Go to keyyorktonkia.com for more information. The 2024 Kia Sportage movement that inspires... What are they saying on YouTube? 81% on YouTube say no, the Edmonton orders on Twitter, on Twitter, 90, 81% on Twitter say they will never figure it out. And the definition of will they figure it out or not is win a Stanley Cup in Connor McDavid's time. Iconic players like listen we sit there it was a honor to even be able to watch Connor McDavid live and he people say he's better than Gretzky ever was they're just, diff they're just different okay why do we gotta they're different but if they do if he does not win a Stanley Cup before his time's done that's the orders blew it and they're getting there they're getting there 81% of you saying they're not going to figure it out before he's done, and that would be a shame. And it, does he end his career there? Topic for another time. You want to trigger Serena? Ask her that. Her answer for that, by the way, is yes, he will end his career somewhere else, a la Gretzky, a la Ryan Smith. We're going to have to get her on to talk about that. We're brought to you by the Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, by the way, where skill and fun collide. An amusement park for hockey enthusiasts. Don't take my word for it. Go check it out yourself. 28th Street Northeast. Check out the Rod Peterson Show Lane. Special lane there. I'm still so honored that we even have that. There's a slap shot from the old Crossroads Flea Market, 28th Street Northeast. Check them out. Tell them we sent you. To the text line, 902-518-3033. You know that our number one city for viewership remains Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. We love them so much. I only lived in the province for a half a century. That's all. So Roy writes in. He says, hi, Rod. It's Roy from Regina, a Ryder fan. My comments are about this year's Grey Cup and the amount of Ryder's ex-players... Cody moved the ball on that last series by delivering it to his guys who got it done for them. Yes, it took an incredible team effort. We're very partial to ex-rider quarterback Cody Fajardo, Fajardo because he never faltered in his mission to win the Cup. I'm also proud of the ex-riders on the four-time Bombers Great Cup participants. My question is, why couldn't the rider coaching staff and management see the value in our ex-rider players who are all playing in this Great Cup game? Possibly we need better football people to coach and manage the guidance of our rider football team. Um, Clark, tell me that this isn't going to go on all winter, please. Please, please. You can't promise me that?
what I've dawned on me is I'll address this within the two-hour time frame or a portion of the two hours, and I'm not addressing it outside the, the other 22 hours of the day. Because, Roy, they just gave your general manager a three-year contract extension, and the president clearly has somehow fine-angled it that he's not going anywhere either. Nothing's going to change, Roy. So get another hobby. Kirk in Toronto writes in and says, Hi, Rod. From my understanding, the Skydome renovations will make it a baseball stadium only. No football. Well, that's great because they don't play football there. Doesn't matter. Dougal Cameron writes in. Says you could improve the CFL with one move. Give Ambrosi his walking papers. Jake Goddard must be appalled by Ambrosi's ham-handed tenure. That is the commissioner of the Canadian Football League. I was dismayed at this. They did not carry the pregame show. Last minute of play in the RP show. Colin in Ottawa says the boards of directors of Saskatchewan and Edmonton are huge impediments to the on-field success of their teams. Where were we? What was I talking about? Toronto. I forget. Squirrel. Jeff the Stamps fan says, yeah, in what world is McDavid better than Gretzky? Well, you hear it. I don't agree with it. They say he's a fastest skater. They say, well, which he is, faster skater. Just watch, better puck handler. He's all that. And put McDavid on the 80s Oilers, who knows what would have happened? Who knows? Fun debate, though, isn't it? Thank you all for participating. We'll see you tomorrow at noon. Same TV and radio station. Same wonderful show. McFly, hello! This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.